You're listening to the Nerd on Mike Commentary, I'm Jeremy Jones. Digimon has often been considered the less popular attempt to capitalize on the success of Pokemon. Now, Pokemon has had a series of successful video games, a continuous anime run that has lasted over 20 years, and a fairly popular card game that is second only to the likes of Magic the Gathering. In contrast, Digimon did make an attempt at a card game, a series of good video games that are for the most part under the radar in the US, and about seven seasons worth of anime in the past 15 years. But for me, the story is way better. I always preferred the story of Digimon over Pokemon, perhaps because it was so much more focused, or because I'm a fan of wolves and dragons. The anime is split into seven different stories that, if memory serves, exist in five different universes or continuities. The first two seasons of the show are based in what Japan calls Digimon Adventure. These are the classic Digidestined that fans remember nostalgically, especially the protagonists of the first season rather than their kohai from the second season. Digimon Tri is a series of films that pander to that nostalgic aspect. We are reunited with the original Digidestined and their Digimon partners, as rogue creatures from the digital world once again encroach on Tokyo, Japan. The first film is entitled Reunion, and it's just that, a chance to catch up with our friends from summer camp who are now a little older and see the world in a slightly less naive light. Not a lot of explanation is given to the viewers as to what the greater evil of this storyline is, although it is suggested to be Alphamon. But that's probably due to these films being released in collections of episodes. When all six of these films are finally released, we'll have an entire 25 episode TV season worth of content. So it makes sense that they would start with a lot of unanswered questions. But to compensate, before the movies end, we get to see some of our favorite champion level Digimon. From Greymon to Garurumon, don't forget Bergramon and Kabuterimon, Anjumon, Gatomon, along with Togemon. They even make sure to showcase fan-favorite Digimon Omnimon, who in Japan is known as Omegamon, as he faces off against his opposite number, Alphamon. The initial movie seems to be focused on Tai and his need to reconcile the damage that Digimon caused while also trying to maintain the ties that bind him and his friends. Which, jumping back to the Kohai, the four new Digidestined of the second season are mysteriously absent from the lives of our heroes. The opening scenes showcase all four of them appearing to fall before the might of Alphamon, but we don't see any concern for them from their classmates. Again, if memory serves, Davis, the lead of season two, was a student in the same grades as Kari and TK, so I'm having a hard time understanding how they don't notice his absence along with their other friends. The pacing does feel a little slow for fans of the TV show, but the final fights more than compensate for the slow start. Overall, it's a great opportunity to revisit one of my favorite childhood stories and share it with a new generation of anime fans. Next week, I'll be commenting on the second film in the Digimon Tri Saga, Determination. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Nerd on Mike Commentary. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, I'm Jeremy Jones.